Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Time now, as we usually do on a Wednesday morning, to chat uh, to our friends about their TV recommendations in lockdown, especially important. And Alice is on the line, as is Megan, and uh, Anne-Marie is next door. And you're all very welcome. And we'll talk about individual recommendations in a couple of minutes' time. But I don't think there's any doubt that this has been the TV moment of the week so far. Not only was I not being protected but that they were willing to lie to protect other members of the family, but they weren't willing to tell the truth to protect me and my husband. They didn't want him to be a prince or a princess, not knowing what the gender would be, which would be different from protocol, and that he wasn't going to receive security. Did you blindside the queen? No. I've never blindsided my grandmother. I have too much respect for her. My father and my brother, they are trapped. They don't get to leave. And I have huge compassion for that. That's Harry and Meghan chatting to Oprah and uh, Gillian just mentioning to me that she saw online last night that uh, more people watched on RTE2 at 9.30 on Monday evening that then watched the All-Ireland final in December. Now, maybe that didn't strictly apply to Limerick, <laughs> but it's interesting that that was the national look, particularly with some of the criticism Artie are getting about the price they paid for it, apparently under 10 grand, while in the UK they paid ITV over a million pounds sterling uh, for it. Uh, and the ripples continue. The Irish Daily Mail headline, Queen pointedly says, recollections may vary on the race row. And... Uh, a lot more. Um, what do you think of what's been happening since Monday and then the Piers Morgan thing as well, um, Anne-Marie, where he's uh, walked off the set and he's quit uh, Good Morning Britain um, because he was being criticised by another presenter for his criticisms, especially of Meghan. It's amazing how Piers has made the whole thing about himself, really, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's a neat like, trick, all right. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a fairly good trick. Uh, but I have to say, when I hear Piers Morgan's voice, I nearly break out in a rash because I really, I can't stand him. Um, he he's, he's good at what he does in terms of getting his publicity and no doubt he's walking into another job and knows it, all right? Uh, we're not fools. But I just think the pompous, arrogant, dismissive way he goes on, I, I just can't bear him. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I'd hate to work with him. Well, in some ways, I'd love to work with him, but uh, I won't go into that and how I deal with him. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, he's made it about him. Um, I mean, even the statement came out from the royal family last night, and as they do, they took their time, and I think that the Queen probably hand-wrote it herself because she probably took her time, and it smacks of something she would write. Um, but it's somehow the publicity online last night seemed to be around Piers Morgan, um, and the, the royal statement, you know, was down there somewhere, trending yeah. further down on Twitter. You know, the story is that he used to know Meghan, and they got on, and then she. She froze him out of her life, and yeah, he kind would of feels. Yeah, and he kind of feels it's sort of connected to the fact that when uh, Harry and others realised that they were pals with Piers, and guess what? They're not crazy. He didn't about Piers. get invited to the wedding. 
Now you that. know what people are like when they don't get invited. So <laughs> that doesn't happen in Ireland at all. I'm just. What are you out, talking right? about? He no one ever minds annoyed. not being invited to a wedding in Ireland. He was very upset. Stop it now. Yeah. Poor man. Didn't do well for the ego. <laughs> no, it didn't do his ego good at all. But in and you know what he's he's doing what he does in an excellent way. But unfortunately, it's not good for anyone else because people always come away from his interviews wanting. And I'd say there's a, there's a thousand ministers in Westminster this morning breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> I mean, that has to be true, doesn't it? <laughs> Probably. You know, I mean, he's gone. God knows where he's going to show up. And, and, and as they say, we wish him the best of luck. But, you know, he, he wasn't nice, was he? No, but he, he was, he's been quite rude. And, and I don't watch him that much. But uh, I was drawn into an interview of a, a young woman who got caught up in something. And, and she had a particular view as to how she did in terms of smuggling drugs and he was horribly rude to her. Yeah. Uh, horribly yeah. rude and the girl was in tears and his yeah. co-presenter was extremely uncomfortable beside him. Um, we'll, and we'll I just watched them I just swear now Anne Maria more than once in their chairs over well, him. Yeah, you know? no, but what just... about yesterday morning where he asked one of his co-presenters female co-presenters to stand up and do a twirl and show her dress. Oh. Please. He did not, did he? Oh yeah, that was where it yeah. all kind of started. And then yeah. it got into the other presenter having a pop at him for his comments on Megan and the position he was taking on it. And then, then he walked off. Do you know what I was thinking, John? I know now it's probably very devious. But I was thinking that the whole thing was the setup, and that he, he, he was going to go... And he's going to go out with a shout. Well, you see, you're you're not not necessarily wrong Mm -hmm. because there there are a couple of um, television moves happening in the UK at the moment. There's a station, I think, called GB News that's about to launch. And it's a kind of a a right-wing... Um, um, Tim is what you're saying. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it, and it, and it's opinion led and based and and a bit Fox News like, but not actually run by the same people that run Fox News. Um, uh, in, but in we're the on the same genre, yeah. But we're on the same genre, so I'm guessing there's a huge paycheck there. I'd say he knew it already. And sure, let's let's generate the publicity of the big walk-off when I got the chance. Now, the specifics weren't. I mean, the other presenters wouldn't have been involved in this. I, ITV wouldn't have known that he was about to do it. But yeah, if you look at their faces, you yeah. can see. Yeah. Because initially, when Megan actually sent me the clip early yesterday morning, I thought, you know, this is a publicity stunt, classic Pierce. But when I looked at it, Alex, the co-presenter, he was a bit taken aback when he walked off. They all were. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, they're not in on this, but it's a classic Pierce. He does his yeah. own thing, doesn't he? He does, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when has he ever walked off? Your man wasn't that bad that, that he should have walked off. This is my, my take on it. There have been worse scenes where mm-hmm. he has set them through. So why this scene? Yeah. Why there and then? Something well, must have been said to him. Well, all I mean? can tell you is it doesn't always generate publicity because when I tried to walk out a few weeks ago because of the uh, <laughs> torrent of praise that Mickey Mack was getting for his shows and Marie didn't even notice, not to mention anyone else. <laughs> oh my God. Good luck, see you, Joe. Bye. <laughs> so I admire him for getting the massive torrent of uh, publicity he's got out of it. What did you reckon, um, uh, Megan? I mean, coincidentally, you're name happens to be Megan as well. Megan is uh, one of the names of the week. Popular name Yeah, I week. know. I've been having a very confusing week um, in my group, family group chat. I was like, what is going on? Why is everyone talking about me? And then I just realized they were spelling <laughs> Megan Merkel's name wrong in the group chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd i say Piers is on his way um, to America to knock on Oprah's door to see if he can get his exclusive interview. Maybe that's what's <laughs> happening and he has to walk off, get an early flight. Um, you know, just to get the attention on him for a bit more. 
Um, I don't. I agree with Alice and Anne Marie. It does seem like sort of a publicity stunt that's going on. Like he sat through a lot worse than that, and he said a lot worse probably than that, and heard people criticise his views a lot of the time on social media. But maybe it was the fact that it was a colleague that was criticising him, or another male colleague that was criticising him on this. I'm not sure, but it was all a bit ridiculous. I was shocked when I saw the news yesterday. Yeah. Um, but. It's just uh, craziness, really. Um, and Alice, why do you think we are so obsessed with this here? You know, because we are. I mean, you talk about the viewership figures for it in Ireland, uh, and uh, it's all over the papers. And you know, uh, there are people listening to this who would say, "Turn that radio off immediately." I have no interest whatsoever in Harry and Meghan and the royals. But the vast majority of people in Ireland, for whatever reason, are interested because they're on the stage, aren't they? And they're up for for criticism or praise. And, you know, you have the option to do one or the other. And that, and you can do it, like, in a public setting with people. Have you? It's just, they, they, they're, they're, they're living a life, I suppose, that, that is abnormal to normal. And, you know, people will criticise that. And, I, and you know what I... Yes, I but in an Irish context, I'm not getting too serious about this, but in an Irish context, the crown, the British crown, represents an awful lot more than tabloid front pages. I mean, it we don't does. have to go that far back. We're, we're, we're 100 years this year from the War of Independence. That's right. And all that trouble that was caused and everything that happened and I'm right there with you. But at the end of the day, I can't say that I dislike the royals. I actually love following them. I love watching what's going on. I love the glamour side of it. I love the, the couture. I love the whole lot. You know what I mean? When you hear there's a wedding coming on, I'm first in the seat. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's me. I can't help it. Kill me for it, like, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I think her, her, the Queen is is a very, very, um, she's a very respectful woman. You know, and she has been very discreet in her whole life. And that is how she has tried to bring her family up. And while you're out there in public, you hold your own. Yeah. You know, and and if you think about it, Joe. Bring it down to normal terms. Isn't that all any of us want for our families? That you don't disgrace yourself out there? And by the way, do you come down on Harry and Meghan's side or on the rest of the royal side? Anyone that says to me that they are at the door of suicide, I don't care what your background is, I'm right there. I don't care what it is that you believe before or after. If you feel like that, I'm right there. If that girl felt like that, then that has to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And she she had that in her head. And by looking at her, I believe her, thousand percent. Who would say that? Who would say that? And not not and it not be true. And if things were that bad, and it's reminiscent of uh, Princess Diana for me, and this is my personal opinion, that, um, that there are tones of what happened to Princess Diana. Yeah. in what she's saying. So there's no smoke without fire as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for them. I, I do. I, I do take that on board um hundred percent, Megan. I think that and the and the race revelations. I'm talking to our Megan now. Um, not I don't have a direct line to Megan Markle or anything. <laughs> um, but but I where I struggle a bit is the I never even Googled it. Um I you know um I know she initially said um I didn't know who Prince Harry was when I was first introduced to him um, and you know I, I didn't know anything about the British Royals and, and I didn't even you know I didn't do any any kind of even most cursory research sure Megan I think I mean 
certainly most young people of a certain generation, sure don't they check Facebook profiles on people before they go on dates with them and the like? Yeah, you would think so. Um, I suppose Meghan Markle is very successful in her own right. She was an actor on Suits for years, which was really successful in America. And um, sometimes, you know, not all Americans are so, but some of them actually don't know that much about other cultures from some of the people I've met, not all of them, obviously, and probably not most of them. But even, like, my friends in the UK, when they came over... um, years ago now to Ireland and they found out that we had Facebook they were gobsmacked so <laughs> sometimes you'd be surprised at, at things that people don't know so I don't know if I believe her but it could be possible Brilliant. like imagine being caught up in her own world Brilliant. I, 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 were they surprised um, uh, when you did introduce them to the leprechauns <laughs> yeah they were just, and the fairy forces as well and the thatched roof of my house it was just madness really Joe, I just, they couldn't understand it Do you know I don't, I don't think we can top that we'll, we'll, we'll take a break and move on to some of your TV recommendations Brilliant. chatting to Anne-Marie to Megan and to Alice about some of their top tips for your small screen viewing and let us start with the latest from Corey. Oh, are you still awake? I need... I need... You need what, a bucket? You want to drive the porcelain bus? Ambulance. Well, I'm sure that's where you're going to end up when our Tracy gets old here. Here. Have some water. Oh, I'm sorry, are you struggling? Pretend it's vodka. Hey, look at the state here. How can you do this to yourself? I'm not drunk. Oh, pack it in, will you? It's getting embarrassing now. Enough of the lies. I'm not lying. Oh, no. No, of course you're not, because that'll make this real. Wouldn't it? That means you'd have to look at yourself. And that's what scares you the most. You know what, Peter? I know that it's a disease and... But you still have a choice. Right, Alice, Peter having his challenges. Yeah, it, it, it's well worth to watch. That's all I could say about that um, scene. Well worth it because uh, Peter, who is, as you know, an alcoholic, is struggling really bad with whatever's going on with him. Now, I at first thought he was trying to pull a fast one and that he was drinking on the sly. But watching that scene and the scenes previous, you can tell that he isn't. And it's just the way Steve is, you know, standing there and just giving out to him and, and really not believing him anymore because he feels that's the boy that cried wolf and I don't believe you. Um, it's just very hard. You're on the edge of your seat <laughs> waiting for him to cop on and realise that there's something wrong with the man, you know? And okay. it, it, they, he does get to the hospital, as people will, will have seen, uh, but you don't know the outcome because they kind of leave you hanging with it. But it's a, it's a true reflection of what, they say, I don't know, an alcoholic is going through if he's that bad an alcoholic and he's trying to recover. Right. Okay, but, it, you know, it's worth to watch. Worth to watch. Okay, that's uh, on Corrie uh, Peter's struggles with alcoholism. And also, uh, Chicago Med Season 6 is uh, one, I think, of three series that Amory's watching on a similar theme. Dr. Hostel. Doris. Any symptoms? Headache? Dry cough? Nope. The 8.5, good. But let's get you tested. I was just tested this morning. You went home. Nobody goes back in the ED without getting tested. Come on. Come on. Open up. Hey, this is April's third straight week in the COVID ward. We're short-staffed. April volunteered. 
Protocol's one week on, one week off. She's putting herself at risk. I don't know what to tell you. April feels this is her mission. Jim, you're the chief of the ED. You've got to protect your staff. She knows what she's doing. What's it to you? I thought you guys broke up. It has nothing to do with it. Ethan, I need her. Okay? Check your iPad. You got five patients. You know the drill? Monitor them from outside the room. Leave it to the nurses inside to treat them. Dr. Halstead, COVID test was negative. You're good to go. Now, I haven't seen any of these, Amory. This is three series that are linked or can also be watched separately. Is that it? Yeah, like Chicago Med, PD, Chicago PD and Chicago Fire are all, they're three separate series, but they cross over with the actors and actresses. For example, if, you know, the fire people send someone to the hospital, well, you arrive in Chicago Med and you see some of the doctors you watch if you watch Chicago Med. So the stories kind of link, but you can watch them all in their own right. Um, and I've watched Chicago Med. I was an ER girl and then I was a Grey's Anatomy girl and now I watch Chicago Med and it's kind of like substituted for what I used to watch when I was younger um, but the new series of all three are on, they run back to back on Sky Witness but I had to laugh when I watched Chicago Med. The series ended last year with Dr Halstead running out of the hospital after his colleague who he believed had overdosed or was in trouble with drugs and indeed she had overdosed and then the series comes back and Dr Halstead is running back into the hospital and she's coming in in the ambulance but suddenly there's a brand new hospital unit. There's a separate unit and COVID has arrived within the uh, <laughs> within the within their world. So, you know, he left and he came back to a totally different hospital, which I thought was hilarious in the storyline. Um, he had to have his temperature checked. He had to stay in a separate room. He had to have a COVID test. They had a COVID ward. They had people wearing PPE gear. They had everything. They had this even decontamination room that the staff go into. The whole works. Um um, but yet none of that existed when he ran off, you know, 10 minutes earlier to find his colleague. So it was very funny watching it coming back. But they're, ba- they're back into it. I think there are three, four episodes into it now if people want to watch it. It's, it's good. Right. So Chicago Med, PD and Fire, new series all back on Sky Witness. And uh, Megan has been watching The Bold Type on Netflix. <laughs> In the club with my bad bitches. Any problems with the JJ? Yeah, it's not 2006. Oh, wait, is that him? Oh my god, it's him. I got myself drunk enough to express my emotions. Are you sure you want to do that right now? Yes. Gosh, worst pep talk ever. My Twitter bio literally reads, Proud Muslim lesbian. Adina's been detained at the airport. I need to fix this. Everyone, listen up. We are all going to tweet that a woman is being held against her will. Describe your pains. Hold, please. How can you not tell us that you're having sex with Richard Hunter? I can screw whoever I want. Right, no idea. What's this about, Megan? So this show follows the stories of three best friends working in a fashion magazine. So they're working as a social media manager, an aspiring fashion designer, and a journalist hoping for her big break. So, you know, all very millennial stuff going on. And it's kind of a mix between sex in the city or the devil wears Prada, that sort of vibe to it. And it's kind of like, it's easy going enough to watch, but they do actually tackle some real issues behind all of kind of like the relationships in it and their friendships and trying to make big career moves. They kind of talk about issues like racism or online harassment or sexuality, kind of underlying some of the storylines. So it's good that way. Um, It was released in 2017 and it's loosely inspired actually by the former editor-in-chief of Cosmopolitan. So 
kind of that sort of type of magazine, you know, a women's magazine and how to bring it into the future and elements of feminism coming in and that sort of thing. So it's a good watch. Um, if you think it'll be lighter than it is, but it does tackle some real issues. So I'm still hooked on it for now and we'll see how it goes. Okay, that sounds really interesting. That's The Bold Type on Netflix. Thank you, Megan, for that recommendation. And thanks to Anne-Marie and to Alice for theirs too. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.